Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, this theory I discussed on Friday of a potential bioweapon or manipulated virus coming out of a lab in Wuhan, China, was stunning. Thank you for watching this show. It went nuclear on Friday, but the information has only gotten worse since then. I'll give you a little bit of a clue. Um, CGG. Some of you scientists out there already know where I'm going with this. Stay tuned. I've got a lot of information. This is going to be an extremely important show today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? Get one today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let me get right to it. We're going to talk about this in context of the biggest threats to the republic today. They're staring us right in the face right now. Critical race theory, the war on police, and what China did with this Wuhan virus and their cold their continued Cold War against us, which may be getting very warm. Again, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You've heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy. But choosing a VPN you trust is equally important. I like to do my research on my sponsors. I only recommend brands I use here. I say with full confidence, ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market, hands down. Here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your activity online. Lots of those cheapo free VPNs make money by selling your data to advertisers. ExpressVPN doesn't do this. They even developed a technology, trusted server. It makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Number two, speed. ExpressVPN uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. I've tried a lot of VPNs in the past. Sometimes they can slow down your connection. ExpressVPN is blazing fast. Let's me stream videos in HD quality with zero buffering. Here's the last thing. You don't need any technical skills to get set up. Just fire up the app, hit a button to connect. It's really that simple. It's not just me saying it. Seen at The Verge and many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN, the number one VPN on the market. Protect yourself today with the VPN I use and trust. Go to my link, expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Get an extra three months free in a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joe, let's go. <laughs> one uh, note before I get to this, because this show, if you liked Friday's show, if Friday's show baked your bagels about the Wuhan virus from China, today's going to toast your muffins, scramble your eggs. But a very quick thank you. All right, don't get it. Don't be, uh, gosh, I'm, I'm like uh, Captain Emotional lately. After this cancer thing, I'm like, I don't know, I'm going to trip something in my brain. But my Fox show launched Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern time, unfiltered with Dan Bongino. I had asked you all, please go watch it, DVR it, tell your friends about it. And um, the early numbers I just got are staggering, ladies and gentlemen. Um, really, come on, spit it out. They're beyond my expectations, which says again what I've continued, continued to insist the entire time, that you all are the most loyal audience in the business. And I don't know how I can ever repay you for the really for the incredible gifts you brought to my life. I mean that I don't want to waste your time with a lot of this. I know sometimes you just need to get to the point. I got an hour with you on this podcast, but uh, I have to thank you. I saw a bunch of people. I went out to a mall this weekend, had to pick up some clothes. I keep wearing the same stuff all the time. And so so many people in the mall, I got thousands of emails, messages, uh, thanking people for the shows, uh, thanking me for the show. And I really thank you unfiltered with Dan Bongino every Saturday night. I promise you this week's going to be even better. I'm making some changes already. It's Fox News Channel. Set your DVRs, 10 p.m. Eastern Saturday night. Thank you. All right. Really. 
Getting to it. So the biggest threats to the republic, which we're going to go through today, are staring us right in the face. We're going to talk about it today here and on my radio show, too. Con uh, critical race theory, obviously trying to destroy our republic from the inside. I brought this point up on Fox and Friends this morning, and this is critical. This is deliberate by the left. They are a forest fire trying to burn America down to the ground. Please understand that is absolutely factually correct. The left wants this country destroyed and burned from the inside out because they're snowflakes and they're not they're not powerful enough, even with their external enemies, our external, who are their friends, our external enemies, who are their friends, the communist Chinese, the old Soviet Union. Those were their buddies and are their buddies now. They're not strong enough to take us down from the outside. So the left has to burn us down from the inside. And the best way to do it is to dismantle us from the inside out by creating chaos and getting us to hate each other using critical race theory. Listen, this is deliberate. The verdict is in. These people are not stupid. They're doing this on purpose. Getting us to judge each other by, by superficial characteristics and never by character. They want the chaos. Step one, critical race theory. Biggest threats to the Republic. Step two, the war on police. What better way to let the chaos fester? BLM, Antifa, the racial riots that the left wants than to engage in a war on a police that defenestrates the police and really it separates, as Ellis had said, uh, you know, the civilization is a thin crust on a volcano. I get Ellis is a controversial figure, but the, but this, but the uh, quote is accurate. It is a thin crust on a volcano, and that thin crust are our police officers. What better way to allow the volcano to explode than to engage in a war on the police? Get us to hate each other through critical race theory? Defenestrate the police right in front of our eyes and make sure they can't stop the chaos. Third, biggest threat to the Republic, China. China's cold war against us, which is becoming a, a warm war. God forbid a hot war. Liberals love China. They love the, they love the Soviet Union. The New York Times celebrate them. Liberals love China. They embrace their tactics, speech suppression, social scoring, economic control. These are all tactics by devastating totalitarian regimes. It's happening right now. Starting first with the, uh, with the last thing first. There's a stunning New York Times piece, and believe me, I am not hyping this thing, that came out this weekend with some absolutely nuclear allegations about what China's doing to us. If China's not forced to pay for this, Ladies and gentlemen, the damage they have wreaked upon us with the launch of this coronavirus into our society and around the world, killing millions of people, then this is all for naught. Here's the piece. It's the first piece listed in my newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. Please, with humility and respect, I ask you subscribe to the newsletter so I can get around these internet sensors and speak right to you via email. I don't know what's next. The piece is titled by Sherry Markson. Trump wanted to publicly grill Fauci on Wuhan lab funding and bill China for the pandemic. It discusses a new book that's coming out, this New York Post piece. Some of the allegations in this book are stunning. Let me go through a few of them and we'll digest them one by one. Number one, Trump wanted a commission to investigate what happened with the coronavirus and this just basically unprecedented launch of this virus into the into our uh, the human population, Unpre not not a, it's not an unprecedented in that it's a virus, unprecedented in the way it's seemingly adopted to infect humans so rapidly. Second, was this a bioweapon? There were people in the State Department who were very uncomfortable with this. Third, this is the big one. You ready? 
did the Chinese government plan a vaccine and was a vaccine in development before the coronavirus made its way out of Wuhan, China, around the world? What does that mean? Stay tuned. And finally, our intelligence community, which the upper levels of are now almost entirely broken, apparently took advice on where the coronavirus may have come from, from Peter Daszak. We'll go into that, too. Let's go to number one first. Trump wanted a commission. Well, why he was stopped, and they blame a number of figures, apparently, in the book, which is really stunning. But apparently people in Trump's inner circle wanted to stop this commission. Here's from the New York Post. Trump wanted to haul Dr. Anthony Fauci in front of a presidential commission to give evidence uh, about funding the Wuhan laboratory suspected of leaking COVID-19. Gee, that's kind of big. Trump suspected from the start. He says advanced plans were underway for a special presidential panel with an executive order even drawn up to hold China and its collaborators accountable and tally a reparations bill to fire off to Beijing. Here's where it gets ugly. Trump's senior advisors talked him out of the ideas it was about to be announced, according to insider accounts detailed in a soon-to-be-released book on the origins of COVID-19 titled What Really Happened in Wuhan. Folks, this is stunning. Again, for those of you, I don't want to hear one more time from another insider swamp rat rodent. I don't want to hear one more time. It's out deep state. The deep state, I don't care what you call it, the silly state, the stupid state. I'm not interested in what you call it. It is real. Trump, again, his instincts were right. I don't Blame him, don't blame him. I don't care. His instincts were right on target. Get a commission going right away where this coronavirus came from, and he was stopped by people inside his own administration again. We need a house cleaning, a total house cleaning. The upper levels of the FBI, the upper levels of the intelligence community, the upper levels of the State Department. Ladies and gentlemen, our government now is clearly, clearly at the upper levels, has figures in it committed to working against us and at the behest of some of our enemies, whether they're doing it on the record, off the record, or they're just useful idiots. Trump's instincts were right Again, second, stunner from this New York Times piece. I mean, New York Post, excuse me. Was this a bioweapon? Again, did we finance with our taxpayer dollars a Chinese bioweapon that killed millions of people? It would only be the biggest story of our time if our media could remove their heads from their asses. Again, on this bioweapon from the New York Post piece, Deputy Assistant Secretary of State Tom Donano led a push to Desmarche, the Chinese ambassador in Geneva. Desmarche is a formal diplomatic representation from one government to another. Someone in the State Department, Donato, wanted to confront the Chinese government about this. It goes on. Donato wanted to have a senior administration official, perhaps Secretary Pompeo or himself, stand up in a formal setting and confront Beijing over its cover-up of the virus. It's gain-of-function research in the Wuhan labs and the potential breaches of the Biological Weapons Convention. Donato wrote a memo on December 5th, 2020 to senior figures in the State Department attaching a sensitive but unclassified document which outlined the case for the, for the Demarche. Quote, the research the Chinese were doing on gain-of-function, that's where you, build, you make viruses more transmissible to humans and more dangerous, was for potentially military offensive purposes. They hit it 
and did not and have not shared what they knew and know Donano Road. Folks, what more do we need to hear? In the interest of time, I'm going to get to this tomorrow, not to tease tomorrow's show. We're only, you know, what, 10 minutes into today's show. I'm going to get to a piece in the Wall Street Journal today, tomorrow. By Quarry and Miller. It's a stunning piece. For those of you even modestly familiar with genetics, you don't need to be a genius to understand this, but the way DNA, RNA works is you have, in human beings, you have pairs. You have, you have uh, cytosine, guanine, what is it, adenosine, tyrosine in humans. Well, this genetic coding is like a language. It's an alphabet that dictates the creation of proteins. Viruses do it too. Long and short of it is in this stunning piece in the Wall Street Journal today, which I'm going to describe in detail tomorrow because I want to get to this bioweapon thing today. There is a, uh, a two-pair set of, of cytosine, guanine, guanine. It happens twice, CGG, CGG. Long and short of it is that this not, has not appeared naturally in any virus in the coronavirus category. That CGG, CGG code, which codes for the creation of the amino acid arginine, does not appear in nature. But it's in the coronavirus, coronavirus, COVID-19. Doesn't appear in nature. How did it get in there? How did that code, that alphabet, that blueprint to create proteins by a virus, CGG, CGG, how did that get in there? The Quarry Muller piece, you want to read ahead for tomorrow's show. It's stunning. Did we finance a freaking bioweapon, man? These are pretty serious questions. Here's another one. The woe factor? Goosebumps again. Because I, I really am I'm kind of stunned. Even media goofballs who are, you know, absolutely in hock, some of them through financing, and some of them just emotionally and ideologically in hock to the Chinese communists. How are you letting this go? The New York Post piece gets even worse. The investigation for the book, the book they're referencing in the Post piece, discovered that Chinese military scientists also filed a patent application for a COVID-19 vaccine different from the duplicative remdesivir treatment on February 24, 2020. The applicant is listed as the Institute of Military Medicine, Academy of Military Sciences of the People's Liberation Army, and the lead inventor is military scientist Zhao Yuzhen. Professor Nikolai Petrovsky from Flinders University in Australia, who developed the COVID-19 vaccine, said the early time frame left open the possibility that Chinese scientists were working on a vaccine before authorities admitted there was a coronavirus outbreak. You guys getting this on the show? Like, is this? Oh, dude. I'm a little frustrated this morning. I'm yeah. sorry. Is this making, is this like, am I crazy? Joe, am I crazy? Gee, like, is this not? No. Are, are we all stupid? There's a code to create a protein in the virus that doesn't appear in nature. In other words, was likely injected in there by humans. The Chinese, who may have injected it in there in a possible creation of a bioweapon, at a minimum, the possible creation of a super virus, 
may have done so while simultaneously creating a vaccine in advance. What does that mean? It means if they launched this thing on us, they wanted to protect themselves first. It may have escaped, and they wanted to be sure they didn't die while we all did. Not happy today. Happy about your support this week. Really, you made my morning. I got it right before I came on the air. I'm not happy right now. Are we not allowed to ask these questions? How the hell were they inventing a vaccine for a virus that had yet to escape a lab? And why would you expend resources on there if it was only a lab creation and you didn't think it was actually going to infect people? Why would you spend money on creating a vaccine? Remember when members of the intelligence community also insisted that Trump was crazy and there was no way this was a man-made virus? Remember that? Well, who did members of the intelligence community take advice from? <laughs> He's reading ahead here. From the New York Post. A meeting on February 3rd, 2020, organized by the National Academies of Sciences, included officials from the FBI, Director of National Intelligence, along with the NIH and Department of Health and Human Services. Invited to brief these high-level officials were EcoHealth Alliance President Peter Daszak, who worked with the Batwoman Chinese virologist Zhi Zhang Li for more than 15 years. EcoHealth has also funded projects at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which cast with cash from the U.S. government agencies. Folks, this is bull, and you know it. Our DNI's office and other upper-level people at the FBI were meeting with the guy who got funding, taxpayer funding, and is alleged to have passed through his group, the EcoHealth Alliance, some of that taxpayer funding onto the Chinese lab that I believe may have been involved in the creation of a bioweapon, where they were vaccinating themselves or developing a vaccine for themselves before it launched. Who else did they meet with? Shockingly, again, it gets worse. On the invitation list, we're also strong. This is for the intelligence briefing. On the invitation list, we're also strong proponents of the natural origin theory, including Scripps Research Institute professor Christian Anderson. A prominent discussion point at the meeting was how to combat a global pandemic that could kill millions of people. No, that wasn't it, folks. Sorry. A prominent discussion point at the meeting was how to fight misinformation. We have the now deadly symbiote of Facebook, ScrewTube, Twitter, social media tyrants that now have blood on their hands. They have blood on their hands. Do not buy any other explanation. They have actual blood on their hands. We could have done something to combat this. We could have pressured the Chinese with their help to give up the information on what they may have created in that lab early. And we didn't do it because they suppressed the information at, at the behest of their communist masters, these pieces of human feces. And they worked with deep state slobs and mutts in the mutts. You are mutts. You hear me? Dogs. You're not. I love dogs, but you are slobs. You don't like it? Show's too aggressive today. You are slobs. You deep state savages that had some of this information early and hid it on behalf of communist torturous pigs. 
It disgusts me. Was this bioweapon research? I'm going to go into that in a minute. How our intelligence community and our FBI was taking advice from Peter Daszak. Who Peter Daszak is and who Christian Anderson was and why you're just hearing about this now. This is disgusting. Millions of people are dead. I got that. I've also got CRT coming up as well because I really, I can't think of more destructive forces to the Republic right now. Hey folks, remember the feeling you got as a kid of getting tucked into bed or the feeling you get now in the arms of somebody you love? Safety and security. It's a feeling of security that only comes through a human connection. That's why the people at Simply Safe Home Security are so important. We have Simply Safe here. Paula set it up. It was super easy. We have it all around in my studio. We have all the windows and doors done. Very simple. It's a keypad. The battery's not even plugged anywhere. It has a battery. Boom, boom, right there. I have the app too. Of course, Simply Safe is an award-winning system that has all the technology bells and whistles you'd expect these days. But the people at Simply Safe really take it to the next level. They're there around the clock anytime you need them. And the thing is, Simply Safe makes it super easy. It takes about two minutes to customize the system on their website at Simply Safe. It's simply with an I, by the way, S I M P L I, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Whether it's a fire, burglary, medical emergency, burst pipe, or even a problem while you're setting up the system, Simply Safe has a person with the expertise you need ready to help 24 7. When you know there's always someone there to help, that's a feeling you just don't get with any old security system. I use it, I use it in my house. You know my background in security, I don't mess around. To learn more about how Simply Safe can help protect you and your family, visit simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino today. Customize your system and get a free security camera. Mine's right over there. You also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. That's simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. It's a tough show today because um, a lot of us out there have lost people with coronavirus. My mother caught the coronavirus. You know, we've had friend of mine who who uh, lost her stepfather my mother-in-law who uh her neighbor lost her husband i mean it's just been devastating and the fact that there are people at the highest levels who hid this from us for the longest time is such a stain on who i even on my worst day who i thought this country was that there are people we paid with our taxpayer dollars government officials that did everything in their power to make this go away and are now playing victims themselves is disgusting. So as I ended up the New York Post piece, our intelligence community under Trump, which was giving him bad advice and stopping him from producing a commission to investigate this, they were taking advice from Peter Daszak and Christian Anderson, according to this new book coming out. Were they hiding a bioweapon from China and its origins? Well, let's go back to this video we played on Friday again. I want to walk you through this. This is very important. I don't repeat shows. I only do them when they're relevant to something going on right now. Was this a bioweapon? I want you to pay very close attention to this press conference and the date. The date. It matters. The date is April 17th. April 17th of 2020. This is Dr. Anthony Fauci at the White House. For those of you watching on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino, if you'd like to watch the video. President Trump's right there. It's in the Brady press room. And I want you to listen to what he has to say 
when he's questioned about was this virus natural or was this man-made? Check this out. There was a study uh, recently that we can make available to you where a, a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists looked at the sequences there and the sequences in uh, bats as they evolve. And the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. So, I mean, the, the paper will be available. I, I don't have the authors right now, but we can make that available too. He cites a paper. He doesn't mention the authors, which is awfully convenient. I'm pretty sure he knew the authors. I'm guessing there. But seems weird he didn't know the authors, correct, Dr. Fauci? Dr. Fauci, by the way, is a public figure. He's not your damn dentist. This is a public figure who is paid a handsome salary by your taxpayer dollars to go and do things on behalf of the public. He is not a private doctor. When he makes bad decisions, he is open to public scrutiny. It is not personal. I don't know Anthony Fauci. I never met him. I don't care to. He is open to scrutiny. He is a public figure. Stop the victim card, Fauci. It's disgusting and unbecoming and weak. Why did you say that on April 17th, that you were convinced there was a natural origin to this virus and cite a paper? Who wrote the paper? Did Dr. Fauci know about the arginine CGG CGG code? If he did and it doesn't appear in nature, then what made Dr. Fauci believe that this had a natural origin? Here, why did I mention the date? Because I want you to look at this email here. Again, I put this up on Friday, but it needs to be repeated. Who is covering this stuff up? Here's Peter Daszak. Yes, the same guy mentioned in the New York Post article who's advising our intelligence agencies and waving them off the lab leak bioweapon hypothesis. Here's Peter Daszak the next day, Saturday, April 18, 2020 at 9.43 p.m., thanking Anthony Fauci for his speech yesterday about a natural origin for COVID-19 from bat to human and, quote, not a lab release from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. He says to Fauci, your comments are brave. And coming from a trusted voice like you will help dispel the myths being spun about the virus's origin. This is Dashak, whose group EcoHealth Alliance is receiving taxpayer dollars, which they're transmitting to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, who is working on gain of function. They're build gain of function. Gaining the function of virus, building super viruses, your tax dollars paid for it. Fauci's waving them off. And in the presser, you just heard he cites a paper, but says conveniently, gosh, I don't know the authors. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Just kind of weird. He didn't know the authors. Maybe he didn't say the authors because he didn't want you to know who was on the paper. Who was on the paper? Here's the paper right here. New England Journal of Medicine. Escaping Pandora's Box, another novel coronavirus. Authors, David Morins, Peter Daszak, and Jeffrey Taubenberger. What is that paper, Fauci citing state? Well, there it is right there. 
Scientists tell us SARS-CoV-2 did not escape from a jar. RNA sequences, CGG, folks, CGG, remember? Closely resemble those of viruses that silently circulate in bats. Funny how they leave the CGG, CGG arginine thing out. And epidemiological information implicates a bat origin virus infecting unidentified animal species sold in China's live animal markets. Folks, that doesn't seem accurate right now. Please explain the CGG, CGG coding that does not appear in nature. I'm just asking a question because the media refuses because they're out there given to Chinese communists. I want to say something else, but I have to keep the show relatively family friendly. Sometimes I regret that because I want to tell you how I really feel about these people. Is that the paper? Is Fauci citing a paper by the guy who's getting taxpayer dollars and sending it to the Wuhan Institute of Virology to build a super virus where we still can't explain the genetic coding because it doesn't appear in nature? Let's go back to... A guy who appears to be a truth teller. Video, you're going to hear again, but you need to hear it again. Here's Admiral Garrar, an upper-level health official in the Trump administration who was a key member of the Coronavirus Task Force, who now is free to talk talk and speak his mind. Why he didn't say this earlier or be more clear, I don't know. All I know is he's saying it now. Listen to this. This is important. Check it out. It is not outrageous to hypothesize, you say, that the virus could have been part of an offensive bioweapons program and leaked out accidentally. Um, Sure, that that seems to be discount. Well, uh, that seems to be discounted by Dr. Collins and other people. I think the most likely uh, explanation is that it was gain of function mutation work. It leaked out. But uh, unlike the United States, the United States does not have an offensive biological weapons program. There are multiple open sources of of intel that suggest that China has an extensive biological weapons program and that it's integrated between state laboratories, academia and private industry. So it is not crazy, as people uh, suggest, uh, like Dr. Collins suggested, that this could have been part of a bio program. I I can't. This is like a really bad horror movie like we're all living through right now. Super virus unleashed on the world, kills millions of people, appears the Chinese may have been developing a vaccine for a virus. They're insisting, why develop a vaccine for a virus that only exists in a lab that hasn't infected humans left? Why would you do that? Well, because it could infect humans. Yeah. How did they know that? If it only existed in the lab. Was this a bioweb? And were the Chinese planning on vaccinating their own people first? I don't know. It's a fair question. Here's another stunning email from the release of the Fauci emails. Notably, his email's not on there, which is uh, odd. It's from an Edward Holmes to a Jeremy Farrar talking about some summaries about the Wuhan coronavirus. He says, here's our summary so far, and we'll be editing it further. 
He says it's fundamental science and completely neutral as written. He says, did not mention other anomalies as this will make us look like loons. As it stands, it is excellent basic science, I think, which is a service in and of itself. What is Holmes talking about emailing this health official, Farrar? Why are they appear in this email to be hiding anomalies in the virus? Did they talk about the CGG, CGG arginine base? If not, why not? Folks, who else was in that council that was advising our intelligence community who went to bat for the Chinese propaganda, upper-level people in the intel community? Yes, that's what happened with some of them by saying, no, there's a natural origin. Who else was in that? Remember the New York Post? You just heard it a few minutes ago. Christian Anderson. Is this the same Christian Anderson, Christian G. Anderson, who's emailing Dr. Fauci in January of 2020? As we're finally getting wind of this coronavirus that's going to about to become a national, international, global pandemic. He says, quote, we see that some of the features potentially look engineered as a virus. This is the same Christian Anderson admitting to Fauci in an email we now have that features of this virus look engineered. Is he talking about CGG, CGG? He says, I should mention that after discussions earlier today, he mentions a few names. They all find that the genome is inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory. It's one of the saddest stories of our time. We knew this. January of 2020. Hidden. Christian Anderson apparently has removed portions of his Twitter account. Here was a tweet. This is by Hans Monkey on Twitter who put this out there. Here's a Christian Anderson tweet. China deserves some credit. Simply deserves credit? Too strong. I honestly think, and all people involved, deserve an F ton of credit. Responding, detecting, identifying, isolating, and sequencing a novel pathogen in two weeks? Incredible. Look at the date, folks. Hat tip Hans Monkey for that. January 14th, 2020. Can you go back e, to that Christian Anderson email, please? Pay very, very close attention, ladies and gentlemen, to the dates. The dates are critical. January 31st, 2020. So on January 14th, via his social media account, the same Christian Anderson, who appears to be indicating just a couple of weeks later that this is inconsistent with evolutionary theory. In other words, the virus is not natural. Someone made it. Just a couple of weeks earlier, he's thanking China. Who else was celebrating China on January 14th, 2020? Yeah, the WHO. Here's their tweet. Preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-to-human transmission of the novel coronavirus identified in Wuhan, China. Stunning. All right, let me get to my third sponsor. I never have a hard time doing it. I'm, I, I got to tell you, guys, I'm really having a rough time with this. Time. I'm not even messing with you guys. I, yeah. 
I really can't believe, I can't believe what's happening right now. I, I just, after Spygate and all this other stuff, electing a president whose son is in hock to China and Russia, you, you, I mean, it's like we're living in like a third world republic here. It's really hard for me, who loves this country to death, greatest country in the history of sentient beings, to watch it all get pissed away by a bunch of degenerates. And it all happened so fast. Damn disgrace. I want to get this critical race theory next. Um, I confronted one of our guests on the show about it because I believe I've received 50-50 feedback. Some of you liked that I had a liberal on my show unfiltered. Some of you thought, don't give the mayor time. I, I have to say, I, I disagree. I think it's important for us to expose them. It's critical. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Omaha Steaks. Listen, we're an Omaha Steaks household. Whatever I need to feel better. I eat Omaha Steaks. They're just good. They're just really good. And they're butter knife tender. Take that back. They're not even butter knife. They're plastic butter knife tender. I'm not even kidding. You don't even need like a real metal butter knife. You need like a plastic butter. That's all you cut right through these bad boys. Father's Day is right around the corner. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type on Gino in the search bar and order dad to get out and grill assortment today. What does it have in it? 20 entrees you're guaranteed to love so is dad like ultra juicy burgers plump chicken breasts steakhouse fries caramel apple tart that's my daughter's favorite and four 10 ounce butcher's cut new york strips these strips are age 30 days you know why that's important because age equals tenderness remember plastic butter net <laughs> plus four free new york strip burgers with your order this always makes me feel better this package is a 59 percent savings that's a huge discount omaha steaks isn't just steak it's the best steak of your life Visit omahasteaks.com, enter keyword Bongino, and get that to get out and grill assortment plus four free New York strip burgers today. You won't eat another burger again after you eat Omaha's burgers. Send dad more than just a gift. Send him an experience he'll love and can share with you. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword Bongino. And then go over to dad's house and eat the burgers and steaks with him. What better way to celebrate? Okay, so uh, we opened up the show talking about the biggest threats to the Republic right now, staring us right in the face right now, and it's why I'm so angry about today's show. Yes, I am angry. I love when liberal commentators are like, damn much he knows that. Yes, you are absolutely correct. I'm angry that you're a bunch of dipwad losers who want to destroy the country and burn it to the ground, and I'll get angrier as time goes on. What better way to dismantle the country than to sick us all against one another through critical race theory, judging each other by the melanin component of our skin and how active our melanocytes are, then, as we all hate each other and we're all in the streets rioting based on race, you know, castrate the police so they can't do anything. And then finally, promote Chinese communist propaganda to inject the virus of socialism and communism into the United States, emulating China's tactics. And then get your, your communist, uh, you know, fake book, YouTube. Joe, you have the Soviet anthem I need to share. Just the beginning, please, if you wouldn't mind. Fake book, YouTube, and everyone. Thank you. I just need to, I need a little perk up. And every time I hear that, it makes me laugh because that's the fake book, YouTube, Twitter, National Anthem. CRT is a weapon. Critical race theory is a, a weapon. It's an ideological virus being strategically manipulated to destroy our kids, to destroy our sense of national unity, and to dismantle the constitutional republic from the inside out. That's exactly what it is. President Trump gave a great speech this weekend in North Carolina. 
And in that speech, he highlighted the importance of calling out critical race theory. And I applaud him for it. I want you to check this out. The Biden administration has also issued regulations to indoctrinate America's school children with poisonous and divisive left-wing doctrines, such as critical race theory and exact opposite of the American belief that we all are created equal in the holy image of God. Uh, we have uh, a group of people. I don't know where they come from, but it's terrible. Just as the state House of Representatives has done right here in North Carolina, Republicans at every level should move immediately to ban critical race theory in our schools. And we should ban it in workplaces. We should ban it in our states. And we should ban it in the federal government. And it should be done immediately. However you feel about President Trump, Big MAGA person, small MAGA person, anti-MAGA person, Democrat, liberal. Tell me, dispute what he just said there. When the entire American ethos is around judging people on the content of their character, on their ethic, love for family, love for country, that's how we make informed judgments about who the people in our network are. When you have a competing ethos, critical race theory that says don't judge people on any of that, judge people exclusively on the color of their skin, that is anti-American. It's anti-freedom, it's anti-liberty, and it's immoral. President Trump gets it. Why does he get it? Because there are people like this out there. The audio here, Joe cleaned it up for us, which I appreciate a little bit, the best he could. <laughs> it's not great. And believe me, we've tried five, six different versions. This is an audio recording of a Yale psychiatrist. You may have seen it this weekend. Some of you waking up may not have. This is a Yale psychiatrist who apparently believes in some of the tenets of critical race theory. Shockingly, listen closely here, stating at the end that she has somehow fantasized about violent attacks on white people. Mentions blood and all kinds. This is a Yale psychiatrist. Check this out. White people make my blood Around five years ago, I took some action. I systemically, systematically, I'm going to do. White groups did, most of my white friends. And I got rid of a couple white bypasses that snuck in my throat, too. I stopped watching the news. Once I started, I couldn't stop. I had less than 1% left. It was also public service. I had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, daring their body and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away relatively gentlest. With a bounce in my step, like I did the world a favor. Fantasizing about murdering people who are white because of the color of their skin. Well, you, you kind of understand why I'm a little, sound a little bitter on today's show? I see all this stuff before I put the show together myself. Well, not Joe and help of course but I mean the, the content how is this person right now going to be I mean, she, not only will she be accepted in so called air quotes polite society she will probably be celebrated for these comments I had a guest on this weekend on my new Fox show again I really appreciate it can't say that enough for all of you watched Bob Fisk, Robert Fisk from the former Obama administration. I think it's important to confront them on their ideas. And I asked him about critical race theory, which states you should judge people on the color of their skin. And if you're, if you're white, you're an oppressor. But you know what I find odd? 
how a lot of the white people who are liberals won't admit that if critical race theory is correct, that they're oppressors too. Isn't that kind of weird? Remember Alinsky's principles. Saul Alinsky was no friend of freedom or liberty or morality for that matter. But Saul Alinsky's rule on making your political opponents live up to their own principles is critical. I did that here with Robert Fisk, and I want you to watch his answer, how he tries to dance out of it. Check this out. When you do read into the, uh, the, the bedrock principles of what critical race theory is, you know, the white male patriarchy, knowledge is a construct of power. If you're white, you're an oppressor. Um, I ask you, I'm, you're white, are, are you an oppressor? Well, my, I, I don't believe that I am. I make a point to try not to oppress people. But through the lens of my own family, I can see both the strengths and the flaws of the American experience. And I'll expand on that just briefly, if, if I may. Um, some of my ancestors, like Ebenezer Fisk and Ephraim Fisk, fought in the American Revolution. There were three Fisks on the Salem Witch Trial, and they sent a bunch of young women who were widely regarded as innocent now to their death. So I'm not going to go back and say that we shouldn't talk about the Fisks that were on the Salem Witch Trial jury because it is the darker side of my family's history. And I think with America, we're at our best when we're willing to kind of self-scrutinize. And this is one of the things that I share with progressive audiences all the time about American exceptionalism. In our 235 years, we have embarked on a more self-corrective course in terms of addressing as many of our warts, wrinkles, and scars as possible than any other civilization in history. And that is one of the things that makes us special and it makes us unique. Um, that's bizarre because what he just said is the opposite of critical race theory. He defended my position, not his, which he's saying, yeah, you know, my ancestors did some stuff I don't agree with. It sounds pretty terrible, but I do my best now to be, you know, I'm paraphrasing. I was a decent person and I, okay, that's sounds pretty. So you don't believe in critical? No, no, I believe in critical. You can't have it both ways. Either you are personally on the hook. For the stains and sins of your ancestors, some of whom you've never met, ever, and have nothing to do with outside of some genetic coding, or you're not. Now, before we get to our last sponsor, a little bit of good news on CRT. Ron DeSantis strikes again. Thank you. That's what you know. That's my favorite segment. I had Ron DeSantis on the show as well, the Fox show. And I asked him what he was doing to fight CRT because he's now America's governor. And here was his answer. He's always, always, always got an answer. And it's always a good one. Check it out. Next week, I have my uh, commissioner on education going to our board of education, uh, banning it, uh, banning any departure from accurate history and following our standards. Uh, this is something we've got to stay on the forefront of. We're also, Dan, not going to support any Republican candidate for school board who supports critical race theory in, in all 67 counties or who supports mandatory masking uh, of school children. And so, as you said, these local elections matter. We're going to get the Florida political apparatus involved so we can make sure there's not a single school board Republican who ever indulges critical race theory. Hey, that's your guy. He loves DeSantis, too. Joe, do you love DeSantis? Yeah, man, he's great. Are you kidding? Hey, so 
that you. Yeah. <laughs> How can you not? I ask Obi-Ron Kenobi, Ron 2D2, Ron the Skywalker. Best. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. Um, folks, please, please don't go anywhere. This is going to be a, a long clip, like two minutes after I'm done with this. But there is a rapidly rising star in the Republican Party. I mean a dynamo. And I'm going to tell you, I've, I, Joe, if we ever played a clip that's two minutes and 20 seconds, I don't think so. No. If we have, I don't no. think we have. Joe would, Joe's a radio pro. Gee's a video pro. Like, guys, that's too No, no. It's not too long. Stay tuned after this for the finest two minutes and 20 seconds of your life. Another rock star in the Republican Party who we are getting, I'm going to get on the radio show this week. Jim, if you're listening, producer Jim, I know he listens. Just do it like Nike. Mark Robinson from North Carolina lays the smackdown on race hustlers like I've never seen. Our last sponsor, iTarget. Listen, Father's Day's coming up. I promise you, he doesn't want a mug or a tie, okay? Give him that gift that'll save him thousands in ammo and take your marksmanship and skill with a firearm to the next level. I, Target Pro, I get a ton, ton of positive feedback from people who bought this product who can't seem to put it down. Some of them are angry. They love it so much, and like, I'm on it all the time now. Not kidding. Like, this thing is great. I can't put it down. iTarget was invented to give you, law-abiding citizens, a cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive. It's tough to get ammo now. Let's just be honest. Sometimes the range is far away. How does it work? It comes with a proprietary app and it lays around. You safely unload your firearm. You put the laser round in the firearm you have now and you dry fire. But now it emits a laser. So you see where the rounds would have landed on the target. Dry firing. We did this in the NYPD Academy, in the Secret Service Academy, dry firing. What does it do? Helps you develop your sight alignment, your sight picture, your grip, your trigger control. Where exactly on the finger pad is the best spot for the, all of that stuff, on the trigger, all of that stuff. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calendar, uh, calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. How do you get this amazing product? I'm telling you, your marksmanship will go through the roof. Go to iTargetPro.com. Save 10% off. Get free shipping with the offer code DAN. It's the smartest way for you to practice. It pays for itself in one day. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com. Offer a code, Dan. All right, folks, I'm going to wrap on this because it's a mic drop moment. Please listen to every second of this. Here is Mark Robinson at the same North Carolina GOP convention, a rock star now in the Republican Party. He's the lieutenant governor of North Carolina, laying the absolute smackdown on race hustlers looking to destroy this country. Check this out. There are some people that were talking about reparations in this country. They wanted reparations. And I remember I made this particular liberal so angry at me because I told them right to their face, nobody owes you anything for slavery. If you want to tell the truth about it, it is you who owes. It's you who owes. Why do you owe? Because somebody in those fields took stripes for you. 
Somebody after those fields were ended and slavery was ended. Somebody had to walk through Jim Crow for you. Somebody fought wars and died for you. Somebody lived less than because they didn't have what you have and they did it for you. There are people in their graves right now and they are there because they were willing to stand up and fight for you. Those folks on the Edmund Pettus Bridge carrying American flags, take that Colin Kaepernick, living in a society that he could scarcely acknowledge, something that he has never known, living with a bigotry that none of us can imagine, carried American flags on that bridge. And when they were hit upside the head with nightsticks and shot with water hoses and knocked to the ground, they got up and picked those flags up and kept marching. And they did it for you. Nobody owes you anything. If anybody owes, it's you. Because you've been the benefactor of freedom. You are the one that owes. And what do you owe? You owe it to them to get up off your tail and get to school. And when you get to school, you owe it to them to get up off your tail at school and get to work and get some learning in your head. And once you get that schooling in your head and get out of that school, you owe it to them to get to work. And then when you get to work and you get married, you owe it to them to take care of your children and not let the government take care of your children. It's you who owe. Nobody owes you a single solitary thing. That may be the finest two minutes you'll hear from a public speaker in a long time. Pay really close attention to him going forward. Mark Robinson, North Carolina. Amen, Brother Mark. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.